At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. That was a sudden end there. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of Benzinga's The way you end it all the time. I uh no, but that, I now I made a little change to it, so I don't uh it now it plays out. But uh, welcome to pre market prep. Uh, Spencer Israel here, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick. If things seem a little funky today, that's okay. Uh, it's to be expected. Uh, I am going out of town, uh, starting uh, tonight actually. So if you see like you're seeing now weird things or you, we have hiccups, we're preparing for Joel to run the show uh, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, no show Friday because the market's closed. So for the next two days, uh, it, it'll be just Joel and Dennis. So today is like our dress. We, we've been doing dress rehearsals for the past two days. Uh, and today is like our last dress rehearsal. So uh, Joel is running the ship here. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Uh, so that's that. Uh, we got a big show today, folks. A lot of news. We got INO vaccine data uh, just a few moments ago. We've got some earnings. Micron yesterday, FedEx after the close today. Uh, Wells Fargo said they're going to cut their dividend. Lululemon made a big acquisition. Uh, we've got the end of the quarter. Don't forget that. That's always important. Could add volatility to the market. And Nick Sheen is our guest today. He will join us at 8.35. Before I throw it to Joel, don't forget to hit that like button. That helps us out with the YouTube algorithm. And also, I was doing a deep dive yesterday on our YouTube channel stats, and uh, just under 50% of, uh, of you are not subscribed to our channel. So don't be in the minority. Be in the majority. Subscribe to our channel, and then you'll get notified when we go live. Now, Joel, what's the word here in the overnight session? I'm nervous, Spencer. I'm nervous. I'm never nervous doing this show ever. And now with like all these buttons and controls and everything. So I I might not be as informative as I usually am. So just uh, a precursor to the shows today and the next two shows. S&Ps are trading in the red by 275 here. Had a little pop overnight. Got the 59 and a quarter. Had the old sell off. Give the buy the dip uh, crowd an opportunity. Couldn't make it as low as I wanted it, though. Pre-market low, 30 and a quarter. Mid-range, 44.75 and a quarter day. I don't have a great feel. I don't think taking out that pre-market high, I'm going to get too excited on the long side. 
And if we take out that pre-market low, if I try short, it's going to have a sh really, really short leash. Uh, crude in the red by 73 cents at 38.97. Gold in the red by two, two bucks at 17.79.20. Cannot get through 1800. Silver back above 18 dollars, 18.09. That's up 2.6 cents. Bitcoin just hanging out there, trying to hold on to 9,000. It's this is called flat at 9,200. Good morning, Trip Triple D. You look a little bored. We haven't brought you in yet. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So Joel's running, driving the ship here. So it's going good. You're doing a good job so far, Joel. I haven't seen too many hiccups. Cut the cut the intro a little short, but that's okay. We'll give you a pass on Spencer that. He does that all the time. It's going well. How he tells me, changes. Uh, I don't remember I don't ever doing it, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> it's going well. One thing I'll add, Joel, if you stop your screen share, we'll be able to see all of our lovely faces. Ah, oh, so now I got to stop. Then I got to go back and oh, forth. Oh, he goes back that. and forth between stop screen share and, and start screen yeah, share. That's yeah, what, that's what I do. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. That's part yeah, of the Try it. Just take a chance, Joel. Take a chance. Hit the stop screen share. Uh, there we are. Okay. but now, Hey, that's uh, working. Now start screen share. Oh, oh We're going to go you back and forth three times. We're testing <laughs> you out here. Start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Don't make him do it. And we go uh, back and forth like 50 times. So as we're talking the chart, 350? What are we going to we, we start talking, going on a tangent, and you show our faces, and that's how it goes. You should you be back now. Out. Are you back? I see your charts. We see your charts. Oh, good. Okay. I'm not doing we're good. it anymore. Okay. S&P. Let's talk markets here at six minutes. We're talking <laughs> the markets. So nice rally yesterday. Nice bounce. Again, what we said a couple days ago. 22 the, the key level for me still on the spy 296.74 that was the low for the 15th we've highlighted this number a couple of times it held yesterday that's the good news for the bulls the bear, bad news is the virus is still here and the cases aren't getting any better so i think you're going to be stuck in this trading range as long as you hold the 296.74 i think you can continue to buy the dips but if you know we take that out i still think this is a slippery slope down to the 280 level so that's the key number for me technically i give permission and obviously not recommendations but this is what i'll be doing is buying dips as long as that 296.74 holds what joel about, your thoughts what about under the quarter well okay yeah, yeah that's where me... we're going okay yeah um I mean, I'm still just, I'm going to, that same area, uh, except I'm a little bit, you know, more numbery. Last week's low, 92 and a half. Yesterday's low, a little bit under that, both the Globex and the interday low. So as long as we stay above those levels, I think the bulls are still firmly in control. Uh, for them really to get this baby going back to new all-time highs, which you've been preaching about for a while, uh, what you need to do is you need to get up above 3,100, hold 3,100, and give a little bit more confidence. So I really look at I this. I think the new yeah, all-time highs is off the table. And I think, okay. I, I think everybody who's been listening to the last couple of weeks probably, I maybe never officially took it off the table. I'm taking it off the table because of that chart that I did over the weekend. And the virus cases are just spiking too much now for us to be thinking about all-time highs. We just got to be thinking about positioning for that potential. And obviously, it all depends. You know, we get positive news today from INO. Maybe this is a good segue. Yeah, let the me give vaccine, you that data. Yep. The vaccine is the wild card. And if we get a vaccine and we start looking like, hey, we're going to get something here and it's going to work, that's 
that's the recipe for new all-time highs. And that's the only recipe, in my opinion, for new all-time highs, not the Fed. Because I thought we would get a lull in the summer for the virus. And I thought that was what was going to drive us to new all-time highs. That has not occurred. The weather has not helped. And that's why I'm taking my new all-time highs officially off the table. I can still say, like, buy the dip is still on the table. But again, my level for that spy is 296.74. Let's go talk INO data. It spiked the market right initially, but the market has now given it all back, and INO has given it back as well. What was the data looking like, Mr. Israel? Uh, or we I'm can go. We can, just forget, we can just forget Spencer today if you want. I mean, we can here. pretend he's not there. He's just in the back room because he's leaving us for two days. I don't know who gave him permission to leave for two days. But yeah, anyways, it's, it is the July 4th holiday weekend. So I guess we all need What are you going to do, Spencer? I never you, take vacations. What are you going to do? Well, you never took vacations ever. So whatever. Dennis, do you have July 4th in Canada or do they go from the third? <laughs> <laughs> they have, uh, our Canada Day, our Canada day is tomorrow day. and I'll be working. All right. No, I, where am I going? I'm going to the mountains of West Virginia. So. Oh really? What what uh what town? Going to a cabin. What town? Oh gosh. Cabin, nice. Terra, Terra something. Cabin sounds I, safe. I like. Terra, it. I get, okay. Yeah, this, I knew you would like that. Terra, Terra Vista, Terra Alta, Terra Alta. Terra Alta. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Uh, I don't know. Says ninety-four percent of Phase One trial participants demonstrated overall immune responses at week six after two doses of INO 4,800 in trial with 40 healthy volunteers in preliminary analysis. So, so far, so good type deal. Is that what that means, Spencer? Is that uh, Wait, I just want to clarify real fast. I'm driving there. I am not getting on a plane. Just sort of <laughs> I am not flying. You're not going to um, fly on the, in the new Max? The Max is ready to rock. I saw it land yesterday on CNBC. <laughs> they had the live picture going and the plane's coming in. And I'm like, Please don't crash. Please don't crash. And then a touchdown. We're like, yeah, Boeing rallied. Oh, yeah, another rallied four. But yeah, also, Dennis, <laughs> I saw your tweet um, about uh, Norwegian canceling their orders. Yeah. And you're like, Boeing getting crushed. No, and everybody yelled well, at me for down that. Two, yeah. Everybody it yelled because it's only down two. It was down it was... six when I tweeted that. Um... It's all perspective. Spinner yelled oh. at me. Nick laughed at me because I said it's getting crushed. <laughs> My getting crushed and your getting crushed is two different. Boeing go down six points after hours. I'm a day trader picking up nickels. Six points is a disaster if you're on the wrong side. So it's all perspective. I guess if you're a long-term investor in Boeing, six points is a blip on the screen. But when you're a short-term trader like I am, I am doing arbitrage, looking for nickels, and you see something move six points, that's a big move. Yeah, because I looked on my uh, – I think I don't know where I was. I, I guess I just my, can't tweet anymore. You're, you're tweeting a little too much. I'm I tweeting think, too I, much. I better back off the tweeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, all right, I and oh, boy, this is tough. They popped it, then they dropped it. Uh, Pre-market low comes in at 26.90, so we'll use that as a level. What's yesterday's low? Uh, yesterday's low in this one comes in at, come on, data window, don't, don't fail me now. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Yesterday's low comes in at 26.60. So right there, they coincide. Pre-market low. What's yeah, pre-market no, low? Lower that. No, that I'm didn't wrong. quite get there. Uh, no. Oh, I look, got we to... get to see the next show numbers that you're looking at. Oh, yeah, no. I like I that. I, I, oh, I gave away my secret. That's a secret formula, right? Pre-market low is 26. Stuff. You open the high and the low. 
2016. I know. I know. And I can do the time frames. If someone knows anybody at Trade Station, can you ask them a way to keep this window open? No, so we, we know people uh, at Trade Station. Okay. Look at it. Look at the volume of trading in this thing, too, in this bracket. Look at that, man. Big old volume trading in that, too. So if the pre market low holds, boom, it's good. Uh, to fill the gap from yesterday, 2750. Uh, what's what low from? I mentioned the low from yesterday. If you want to see this thing unchanged, 3169, we're never going to get there. That was uh, the old time closing high in the issue. Any other comments on so, that? Dennis? Yeah, uh, on, on INO real fast. So yeah. they said they're going to proceed with a phase two uh, and phase three study this summer. Uh, they said uh, overall responses were good. There was very minimal adverse reactions. All adverse events were grade one in severity. Uh, in relation to this, the FDA did give guidance today. Um, was it this morning or was it yesterday? I think it was this morning. Um, now I, I'm no expert in vaccine development, uh, but I think the FDA may, not. may have been responding to. Why do we have you on the show then? <laughs> criticisms that they are moving too quickly uh, and fast tracking too many drugs because they said this morning that they are requiring any vaccine to be at least 50 percent, 55 zero percent more effective than a, pl a placebo in presenting preventing the disease. Now. That seems like a low bar to me, but again, I'm no expert in this, but that's what the FDA said this morning. They gave some guidance on, I think, just trying to calm fears that they're, that they're being a little bit too fast and loose with the regulatory rules that they have in place for purposes of this vaccine. So Inovio out uh, and then FDA guidance out uh, uh, along with it this morning. That's probably what sunk it, huh? Okay. I, I mean, Anovio. I mean, look at it. Look at it. The S and P I mean, futures. Anovio popped. The S and P futures popped on that immediately, like instantaneously. We popped about seven handles on that INO. I data. saw that. Obviously, yeah. INO started leaking, and the market started leaking. Now we've given it all back and went to the red. But it's you know this is we're in a trading range here. We're still battle between the bulls and the bears. The bull thesis is that we're gonna beat the virus. We're gonna have the Fed behind us. The vaccine is gonna come sooner than everybody thinks, and we're all gonna go back to our normal way of life. The bear thesis is that the virus is still spreading. The vaccine is a long ways away, and the Fed. This is a health problem and not a monetary problem. The Fed isn't gonna help as much as you think they are. That's you know, I've been on the bear thesis for a while. Um, I thought we would have a rally in, in the summer here. It's not materializing. I'm still sticking under invested. With that being said, buying dips, selling rips just continues to work. We go down 700, you buy. We go up 700, you sell. I mean, that's been the story here for, for a long time now. I know we had the big rally in May and June, but overall, really, we've been chopping up here for about a month. All right, let's move on. We had some earnings after the close. Micron Technology Tech is still the place to be. After the close, they reported a Q3 beat of a nickel, 82 cents versus 77 cents. Beat on the revenue as well. Uh, 5.31 billion is where the street was. They came in at 5.43 billion. Uh, this stock, uh, I'm just going to show you the dailies because we talked about this one on the uh, on the late show uh, yesterday, and it was winding up. It broke out over. I think it was forty nine fifty was the area I was looking at. Uh, Triple D, did you get down and dirty in this one? I was trading. Which stock are you talking? Oh, Micron. Micron. I own it. So of course, I'm down you're going to have to pay more attention when Spencer's gone. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's in my long term portfolio. I bought it back when it got down to forty two, I think, and I 
thought about selling it when it started to get up near that 54, 55, because you got that overhead supply up there. Part of me wants to sell it. Part of me, just because it seems like stock go up 6%, you sell. Stock goes down 6%, you buy. It's the environment that we're in. But I've got it in there. I, I want some chip exposure. Micron obviously had a good quarter. It's going to lead all the chips here today. So if you're looking at the SMH trading higher, we've also got uh, Xilinx, which had positive uh, guidance as well. And that's helping the chips too. So chips are going to be a source of strength today, led by Micron and Xilinx. We look at Applied Materials trading up, LRCX trading up. You go into the bigger ones, AMD, NVIDIA, all trading higher here. So it's a chip kind of day. Okay, Dennis, can we like just kind of do one or two stocks at a time here? Because you just gave like five, six. This stocks. is how I trade. I trade okay. five stocks off <laughs> one. One equals five. They're getting a glimpse into how I trade. One stock, you know, somebody's saying, "How do you trade Boeing off of? What do you do? You know, when you're saying Boeing arbitrage, Boeing starts tanking. I saw the airline short immediately, like boom, 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 boom. Like with so you never seconds. actually look at the stock that's moving. You trade everything else. It's yeah, let's tell. Stop. Stop. Lesson. You make more money trading, and it's safer and controlled risk trading the sympathy plays than the leader. The leader is your indicator, and you know. And obviously, we have leaders every day. Micron's going to be your leader of your chips. If Micron starts to roll over, I will turn around and start the other chips. It's hard to predict where your leader is going to go. You can use technicals, you can use other things, but when your leader turns around and starts tanking, there is often a lag. Sometimes that lag is 20, 30 seconds. That's a lifetime. Lifetime. That's a lifetime. So you think high-frequency traders have this whip. They don't. And I've made money trading sympathy for 21 years. I'll tell you right now, Boeing, when Boeing turns around and starts going down, and obviously, you know, you can call me a liar here because they miss some of the airlines are trading higher. But on that initial headline, when Boeing went down, go look at your after-hours chart. American went down. Delta went down. UAL went down. They all went down 1% to 2%. They did bounce back. But there is moves in there, sympathy moves that lead. And Boeing in itself is a leader for the trash too. So Boeing showing some weakness here today is not helping the overall market, don't, don't kid yourself, and also not helping a lot of those re, uh, reopening plays because Boeing is your classic reopening play. The headline on Boeing is the Norwegian era is canceling some orders. So we'll come back to that too, but I'll bring you all okay, the way back. Okay, so I asked stuff. you to only talk about one I more stock. more. And you just talked 10 more. Yes, I know, okay. punish me. Okay. Put me in the corner. All right, I just want my to make teacher, a quick... My grade one teacher used to put me in the corner too. She said I talk too much. Maybe you I should just go do the, the show by yourself on Wednesday. I had to go stand Thursday. in the corner. I don't remember her name, but she, she punished me. I shouldn't say You don't name, remember but... your first grade teacher's name or kindergarten? I had Mrs. Suds in kindergarten. Who was the girl? Oh, yeah, it was Mrs. Dobson. But okay. no, Mrs. Dobson was good. It was Miss Wasp. Spencer was the one. I think Spencer, that put me in the corner. we got to put Spencer on the screen. And then right I had Miss, listen to these listen to these teachers that I had in 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 grade school, and you wonder why I had a tough upbringing. I Miss Wasp, Miss Butcher. Miss Butcher was a tough one. I mean, you're in trouble when you get a teacher. You get into grade three, and you see, and Miss Butcher calls your name. You're like, oh boy, this is gonna be a tough year. Miss Butcher. For real, that was her name. I'm not making it up. Miss Butcher. And she was the one that put me in the corner for talking too much. So this one kid, Abe, and he was so bad that he had to have his desk sitting right beside 
the teacher's desk the entire year, and she'd just randomly just smack him every once in a while. Like, just reach over daily. Like, this, that's oh, back in the day did. when you could still hit your kids. This teacher, would, she had a ruler, and she'd just smack him on the hand. Like, he'd say something, she'd smack oh, him. Oh, God. She moved him closer so she could Look hit him I more. did, Spencer. <laughs> uh, let's just get back to uh, Micron Bring us back here. to Micron. How did we get here? Okay. I don't know. Uh, 52.85 is your pre-market high. You're not too far off that level trading at 52.22. So I can't chase it up here. I'm just going to keep it. You want to see follow through through 52.85, 53, 53 bid. I mean, there's a lot of stock traded, so I don't know if that's going to really affect the opening much. Ooh, 52.75. That was your high back on. I'm going to make this window a little bigger. That was your high back on 619, June 19th. So there is my key for Micron. Um, you mentioned uh, Xilinx. I'm not even going to read the news. The news is they raise guidance, better revenues. Uh, Pre-market high in this one got to 99.40. Let's see, 100 bucks is ah, 99.40. Boy, you're filling a gap here. From the oh, I don't know what this was in January, so you got a gap fill. Oh, you're filling gapping into a gap. Oh, this one's tough. 99.35 was a high on January 28th. Uh, we got very close to that in the pre market. That's uh, that's my key level. Not buying it up here, Dennis. Do you want to look in any other chips or what do you want to do? They're all up, so you know, obviously, we can move on here. I'll just say the name of the game is buy the dip and sell the rip. This is a rip, not buying the rip. So that's been the way it's been working. In some markets, you can buy the rip and make money. In this market, the fade trade has been the trade for a long time. Even all the way up, they gave you lots of opportunities. Stocks go up 6%, you ring the register. I have this in my long-term portfolio. I don't intend to sell it, but if it was in my trading account, I'd sell it. Okay. Uh, Wells Fargo, the only one of the big six banks to cut their, or they're going to, we don't know how much. Not good news. I tried to do the research to see when the last time they cut their dividend was. It, it was I, I think it was the crisis. It was a crisis. Okay. The other banks are holding steady. We got another stress test at the end of the year into the fall. I mean, this is not good news here, Dennis. Uh, Wells Fargo. Expected. This news is expected. I'll just say you had a double bottom from the last two days, 25 and tw 25, 25, 25, 26. That's your line in the sand. That's what it needs to hold. It might hold there. It might bounce there. The stock has been beat up. A lot of bad news is priced yep. in. You know, and we don't know where the dividend is going. They just said they are going to cut it. They haven't said it by how much. So the 8% yield is going to be gone. Everybody knew this was coming. Um, so I think this is expected. That's why it's only down 1%. I'll just say the banks have all been beat up. Again, if I was trying to call the bottom on this, on these banks, and I actually might, I mean, JP Morgan, perfect, almost double bottom last two days, 92, 92, 18. That's your line in the sand if you're going long. Citigroup, last couple of days, the lows 49, 47, and 49, 61. That's your line in the sand if you're going long. Um, you have my permission. Um, if you want to try to call the bottom on these things those, and, and buy them here, that's your out. So again, when I'm setting up a trade, I'm never looking at how, what I'm going to make. I'm looking at what I can lose. And on these trades, I'd be stopping myself out at the two double bottoms that were made in the last couple of days. But sometimes you see these stocks bottom for a couple of days and then have a turnaround. So if the market decides to turn around and get some follow through from yesterday, the banks could be okay here. But again, that's my contingency plan. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to trade it myself because uh, I don't like calling bottoms. But 23, Bank of America, same story, 2302, 2310. You have a very clear line of support, very clear uh, uh, out if you're trading these from the long side.
And uh, Tom Walsh wants to know what you think of the Canadian bank, RY. I haven't looked at some of the Canadian banks in a while. I'm underinvesting most of the Canadian banks. I am Canadian. I do own a couple of them. I mean, RY is best in breed. So Royal You bank own a whole Canada. bank? Like you own the whole bank? No, like I own, own the stocks, Joel. That's oh, a bad okay. joke. Okay. So um, RY is uh, best of breed. So you basically have the big six. So RY, if you want just quick Canadian bank talk, RY. BMO, Bank of Montreal, which my wife worked at for a long time, but doesn't work there anymore. Bank of Nova Scotia, BNS. It's more of a risk taker. TD is another one. Then you have National Bank, which doesn't trade over here. And then you have Canadian Bank of Commerce, which is CIBC, CM. All of these tend to track to each other. Just know that BNS is aggressive with their lending and RY is very conservative. So in the event that you start to see a lot of bankruptcies, BNS will get hit harder because they have a lot, and they're out west, they have a lot of oil loans on the books. So. I'm surprised you went all, when the oil turned. Well, I guess you were, you were, you were kind of bearish oil. I'm surprised that when the oil went negative, you know, the nice rally, the $80 rally in oil from negative 40 to positive 40. I mean, these banks, though, they caught a bid there. We never but, really. But, and this is a pet peeve of mine because people are saying oil rallied $80 off the oil. Oil was never minus $37. I was being no, but I know, but there's people, they, I see this all the time. You see it even on the media and they say, we've had an 80 point rally in oil. That's BS because that contract, you couldn't take delivery on that. That other contract never traded below 11 bucks. So, or 10 bucks. So maybe it did trade it down. You got on the, the front month contract. I mean, that's no, nine, 10 seven. bucks. So you've had a good seven. rally. Yeah, but still, you look at these oil companies at $39 a barrel, they're okay, some of them, but a lot of them are burning cash still too. A lot of the break-evens on these oil companies is 50 to 60 bucks. I mean, I forget who it was. I think it was Suncor or one of them in Canada was saying they were cutting costs and doing everything to get their break-even down to 50. Well, it's 39, so you're still burning cash. So it's hard to just say, oh, I'm going to jump in and buy all these oil stocks and all these banks because oil's had a significant rally. Yes, the stocks have come back, but they're still burning cash and you're going to have some stocks from these oil stocks more go under because their break even is a hell of a lot higher than $39. We go back to 55, 60, these oil, oil companies will be doing a lot better. All right. Uh, what was the name of the bank or not the bank, the guy that came on uh, CNBC and uh, the oil tanker company and said, we're making so NAT, much. The NAT, the NAT CEO. It came right back down. He's like, we're making, we're raking it in, he says. We're raking it in. He's finished. It was awesome. That's the best Mad Money interview I've ever seen. I laughed through the entire interview, and his stock just blasted off. I've never seen a CEO promote his stock as much as that. Maybe they have different rules over it. Is it finished? Is that where it was from? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where that's from. NAT, if you look it up, Spencer, you yeah. can hunt it down. But in, in any regard here, um, was NAT there any was insider trading. sales? That was in the high. That was, next day was the high when it blasted over eight dollars. That was the high. So when you got a promo going like that on Mad Money, that was the high. With that being said, you know this is a play on lower oil prices. Everybody thinks they're buying a tanker. Oh, this is a play on oil. It's not because when oil goes too low, they need storage. That's when they need the tankers. So if oil starts to come back down, tankers can actually catch a bit. It's so when you look at like the Scorpio tankers and you look at the Nordic, it's, this is actually a play on weaker oil. So if you're looking at the chart and you're scratching your head, well, oils went up straight up for the last two months. Why is NAT going down? 
because it actually is a play on negative oil. They were doing very well. If the oil would have stayed negative indefinitely, those tankers would have really been raking it in. So they had a pretty good couple of weeks, but obviously stocks come back down. So, I mean, if you think oil is going back down, NATE could catch a bit. I, I like this one the best just because I like that CEO interview. So if I was to buy one, it would be NAT. All right. Norway. Uh, it's Norway. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, our, our chat hacked. Sorry, Finland. Spencer, did you, uh, you, do you want to say something here? Yeah, well, they're headquartered in Bermuda, so take that for what it is. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> that's right. Hey, Regulation a little bit less there. Hey, that's where, um, that's where I went on my honeymoon. I went to Bermuda. Is it, it nice down there? That's great. Very nice. Southampton Princess. Unbelievable. How close is that to the equator? Sounds hot. Uh, uh, not, not that close. No, Johnny no. Johnny Witchman says Joel is fast with the charts. Nice, thank Look, you. That's he okay. said. Technical guy is always fast with charts. It, it, Actually, I'm getting a feel for this, Spencer. Maybe, yeah, I, right. I like that. I, maybe, I, maybe Spencer. Say, I don't uh -oh. know. Spencer going to take a, a longer <laughs> holiday. <so I'm> just, <laughs> uh, uh, from a company cutting their dividend to a company resuming their dividend. Uh, was so it, was SPG actually? Did they actually slash it? Was it actually suspended? Um, reopen. Uh, they reopen 199 of 24 of the retail properties. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Anyways, uh, the stock, the dividend is less than it was because it was over a 10% yield. Now I see on my screen it's only seven. So the dividend was actually cut from where it was. I don't know if it had been suspended and then it got resumed, but it got resumed at a less price. So the dividend went down, which again, expected on this. It's been beat up. It owns a bunch of, you know, and obviously doesn't want to own Taubman, but it owns a, a lot of commercial real estate, which obviously is having issues right now. So not surprising that they're going to conserve some cash. So nice day for it yesterday. The line in the sand for this one is 61.29 and 61. Now it's 10 points away from there. Yeah, so it's, it's just too far away. away for me to set up a long trade for you here. I think we've missed this one. Uh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, this one got a huge pop, 73.80. You're still at 72.40, so the Bulls got their work to do here, traded up over four bucks. Get through that uh, that pre-market high, 73.80. This has been kind of sleepy lately. I don't know if this is going to catch the shorts off guard. SPG's uh, been sleepy? That thing's not the opposite of sleepy. It might look well, sleepy look on, on the daily. Chart. But these okay. are wild moves. These are like, this thing moves six bucks a day. This thing is a wild child. That's the average the trading range is six bucks a day? Lately, it's been moving a lot, I'll tell you. It moves. Look at these. some of these okay. ranges. Okay. Yesterday four, was three. seven. Yesterday, the previous day Trying was three. Trying to make three. me out a liar. Okay. He's got All his right. fighting. He put on his gloves. He's fighting today, <laughs> people. Joel That's is just a battler today. That's just, just like saying Boeing has small ranges, right? Uh, for those couple days, every People one of those ranges. Of my six point, and it's getting killed. Okay, uh, I just want you to know that. I didn't want to say it was crashing because everybody else would just make fun of that. Okay, uh, okay. you know what this and area it didn't that sound it's nice. the, this area that it's opening up to is a little bit of area of interest for me. Uh, the reason being, uh, seventy two and a half was the area of a double top, seventy two forty five and seventy two fifty one. So there, let's stay there. Let's get above there. Let's hold there. Take out the pre-market high, and you might be able to uh, to get seventy-five thirty-five. Uh, that represents your June seventeenth high. Uh, Lulu Lemon. Let's get yeah. to Lulu trading up over ten bucks. They're buying Mirror and uh, Dennis. I'd say the over/under on this. You're going to mention at least two other stocks when you talk about Lulu. I'm definitely going to mention Peloton. 
There's yep. no doubt I'm mentioning Which Peloton. I'm still long, full disclosure. Still long, still long. Long Peloton. and holding strong. Trend is your friend, Joel. You, you held that one a lot better than me. I bought a 30 and sold a 38. The scalper blood. You're killing it on me on that one. Right, and I think I even bought I think we both better. bought it around this. Oh, no, you bought it before. You had bought yeah, it. Yeah, I bought it. I took COVID. some heat, but I mean, it's not you good. You bought it before I, COVID. Yep, exactly. Because we bought one, so you buy it. You anticipated Peloton. COVID. Uh, don't, don't say that. No, no. I'm so glad I did. I'll tell you, Lisa uses that thing almost every day. Um, I, I use it, I'd say two, three times a week, but it's so nice out. I just hop on my bike. Have you resumed swimming? Like going back to the pool? Is it open? The pool's not open yet. Not open yet. They keep on sending uh, stuff to us that it's going to open. S&Ps are tanking here. Uh, yeah, it's time for me Did you guys see something? Um, no, but I did give uh, a couple of my nephews swim lessons in my uh, in my brother-in-law's pool. So I've been getting in there, but it's only like a 15-yard pool. So like not even 15 yards. So like I push off and I'm 10 yards out. So it's hard. But I have been getting in the pool a couple times a week doing a lot of biking. Now you made me forget. Lululemon. Let's talk about Lululemon, Dennis. What do you think about this acquisition? I think it's bad for Peloton. They're going ahead. This is, you know, and the CEO was interviewed and saying, oh, we're doing something different. This is a head-to-head competition now with Peloton. So Mirror is um, obviously, you know, it's going to compete directly with it. And now you got Lululemon money behind it. So I think this is not good for Peloton. I'm not surprised Peloton's down $1.40. I actually thought it would be down more on this. But Peloton's resilient. Everybody likes it. It's a storied stock still. So, you know, the underneath demand is still there for the stock. But I don't think it's good for Peloton. Have you, uh, those? Have you ever seen these mirrors? They're, no. Uh, they it sounds pretty cool, though. They advertise like crazy in New York whenever I'm there to see ads all over the subway. It's, these, these, it's this giant screen. You, you're basically rested against the wall, and it's like a – you. It, you do the workout that's on the screen. It's like a giant. It looks like a mirror. Sounds right? neat. It's like a giant screen. That's, I guess, where they got the name from. But uh, yeah, I mean, hey, and props to Lulu. I know half a bill isn't a ton of money for them, but in this economy, I mean, yeah. that, that's not insignificant. Bravo. Good for them. Company's hey, always firing on all cylinders. They're smart. They figure stuff out. I mean, they see what Peloton's doing. They're like, all right, we can pick this up on the cheap, and this could be a competitor with Peloton. And Peloton trading with a what's the valuation of Peloton? Oh, don't talk. Don't talk about what it. is the valuation? Of Peloton? I don't know. I, so, I, that I can't. Silly. That I can't look. It's at. just silly. It's full 1999 style. Yeah, when sure. COVID ends, Peloton's going down. But uh, COVID's still going. Peloton is still a hot trade. The the value. Oh, so you're running out to a gym? Billion dollars. Okay. Uh, $16 pre- billion. Dollars. It's a lot of money to pay for a bike, bike with a computer attached. With an to iPad. It, right? yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, but yeah. it works well with COVID. So I still like it as long as COVID's around. All right. Well, I'd rather have COVID gone and me get crushed on this stock. Me too. Uh, uh, 308.59. That is your pre market high. I don't have time to do the math here, folks, but you had uh, just take from the old time high. Uh, the all-time high comes in at 324.70. Your low was 288, so that's 25 and 15. That's 40. That's 20. Oh, right there at the 50% retrace. I'd see what happens, 308. Uh, see if there's any daily highs there. Nope. The next daily high comes in at 310.21. So there's a, a quick look at Lulu. I think it's a good move for Lulu. So yeah. I'm not surprised the stock's trading higher. I still have a pair of pants I bought pre-COVID that I need to return from there. So hopefully, I guess I could just send it back through the mail. Uh, all right. It, we got to take Bring a, us in. 
All right, we're going to bring Nick in here for just a few minutes. Nick, can you hear us? He's on mute. You got to unmute him. I'd be on mute. You might, you might, oh, uh, you're in control, Joel, so you can, I, I you can to... stop people from talking anytime you want. If I, I go on a rant too much and you're in control like that, you can just hit mute on me and nobody will hear me. You're in the full power don't give here me, now. I said ask to unmute. Yeah, so do that. So do that. And let's see. Uh, I did. I clicked it. Let's see. Uh, well, I know, I know he can hear us. So, Nick, unmute yourself if you can. I think Nick Bottom left corner, Nick. I think Nick's muted. <laughs> Nick knows how to use Zoom, though, so that's yeah, why. All right. Someone... I didn't know. Ah, to... was Nick. So, Nick. So first, was it a Nick problem or was it a Joel you, problem? No, Nick. sir. No, sir. I've never needed to do that with you guys, so you changed something on your end. Because Joel's running the show today for the first time. I mean, I don't think it was either of your faults. Zoom did change something where now it's Short Zoom. Short Zoom. No, seriously, short Zoom. Seriously. Give us the thesis for short Zoom. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'll give you you one thesis I because agree you. you mentioned it you said valuation you asked what's the valuation on peloton and i answered it the only valuation that matters to me on growth stocks like this because it is growth correct yes and and if, if the only valuation that matters is the froth what do you expect it to do on the top line that was the the amazon weapon it was never expensive from that perspective okay so peloton is 20 times its sales the price of the stock Zoom, it's over a hundred. Oh, so it's five times more expensive than Peloton, basically. It, 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 Amazon is five, four, four to five, three and a half to five. It goes yeah. up and down there. Yeah. And this, and Amazon is not a slouch. It grows thirty percent a year, so it's yeah. a fair compare. So to actually pay, it's like I've said it before. It's like you walk up to the owner of a company and you say, "I will pay you one hundred years worth of your sales to give me your company." What idiot would do that? Not me. Okay, so super expensive. Trading-wise, that's a different question. It so actually started to break down yesterday. and I am, I, short, I am short via an easy debit, uh, debit put spread, $20 wide out in time. So Set that up for us because there's a lot of people who are newer to options. Set okay. up, if you don't mind, set up the trade how you're short at using options. So the easy way to short, when you short traditionally, you, you take unlimited risk. And that's why not a lot of people do it. Because um, as long as the stock is rallying, you're losing money. And unless you're George Soros, you have to be, you have to get out of the position. You're forced to get out of the position. So the way you would do it is you pick a level where you think it's going to fall to. And technically, I think it's easy for it to come down to 200. So if that's the case, I will buy a debit put spread. So say I would buy a 200 put and would sell a 190 below without in time. I can't remember if it was November or December, but I'm not in a rush. I, need, I don't need to trade the day-to-day. -day. I, I spend, say, $3 for a $10 wide spread. The upside is $7. Uh, so I have limited risk and limited uh, potential upside, but it is a safe way to uh, take a position, a bearish position on a stock without hurting anyone, including yourself. So from a valuation perspective, I'm not, I don't want it to be cheap at all. I'm not talking about profitability or anything. I'm talking about how much hope is there in the price of the stock versus its sales and growth. And that's why I look at price to sales, not price to earnings, which is over a thousand for this company probably. I'm not sure what it is. Here's yeah. a weekly chart uh, going on this. Uh, the golden rule of technical analysis, uh, buy the bottom of the page here and sell the top of the page. What I will say is this has not had a red month 
uh, since uh, oh red week. I'm sorry, this is a weekly chart. So it hasn't had a red week uh, since the uh, first week or the last week in April. So here, you're working on a red week on this one. Uh, Triple D with the call on this one. Dennis, you thought that the uh, Russell rebalance. I thought they could top it out. Oh, my God. You and me. I said that last week to my gang. I said, I wonder if this rebalance takes all these mega, these now mega caps that used to be tiny little companies and now the eyeballs have grabbed everybody out of there. Uh, So I wondered, I said, is there a play between the rebalance and and the Russell and the grab for the momos. So we'll see. Yeah. And there and a lot of these stocks were going in on that day. And I just said, this is often a topping event. I've seen it happen. I'm not saying, I said, I'm not saying it's going to happen with Zoom and Peloton. But if we look at the list and we look, uh, and looking back, I said this on the morning of the 26th before that red candle, before even the first red candle you did. was there. Yep. I said, Zoom could potentially top out today. Peloton could potentially top out today. Datadog could potentially top out today. Fastly could potentially top out today. Fastly ended up going up for another yeah. day. But so my, I mean, all of these stocks topped out. It's not a coincidence that that was when all these in, well, all yeah. um, the indexers, the, that these stocks were going to the wrestle, needed to buy. So I don't think it's a coincidence that it turns after that because all of a sudden you don't have any of that index buying pressure. The only two I'm looking at that I have as um, a leader for the, for the group are Twilio and Peloton. They seem to be... Every dip, Twilio acts now like Boeing used to act about three years ago. It would dip, like if there's a plane falling out of the sky, it would dip for 10 minutes and then the buyers will step in both, both hands. So uh, Twilio and, and, and not Peloton, Zoom, if they consistently start setting a downward trend, I don't know how long the mega fans will stay in it. I don't mind stocks trading up, but I do want the technicals to stay true and uh, they are staying true everywhere else except with these two that are defying gravity. For me, on my watch list, I'm sure there are other out, out there. I'd be a seller rallies on all these things now because I just think the setup there with the Russell, it's it it was the perfect setup and it's starting to come to fruition. I mean, we went down for, you know, yesterday we had a really ugly day on a lot of these stocks and it's not yeah. a coincidence that they were getting put in the index on Friday on the close. And so uh, you've got to look at there's different setups like that. Obviously, we got charts, we got other different tools, but just you know being aware of you know hey these are going in the end of the index. Index is going to have to buy these things. This could put a top in. So yeah. it potentially might be there. We don't know yet. Obviously, we'll look back in a month and say was at the top or not. But yesterday is telling you that it might be. So speaking of technicals, I think this is the perfect time for investors to delve into learning some of it. Because when headlines are um, whipping us like that, the only, the only thing you can get edge from other than waiting for a stupid headline is to actually learn some technicals. And it's been great. Uh, can we I, talk uh, Boeing here for a second? Yeah, uh, long, yeah. Uh, Boeing here. I mean, good, good day yesterday. I mean, and it landed safely, trained down 549 here. Uh, bad news after the close, uh, Norwegian. Uh, Norwegian. What, yeah. How many planes do they have? Three, four? I don't know. Who's Norwegian? Wasn't it, a it was order? actually 93, I think. Nick. Yeah. It's actually yeah. significant. Okay, so, <laughs> so Boeing sales, it's not its problem. Unshackling its um, actual delivery system, which is if the 30, 737 comes back to life, then it, it gets unshackled. For the last two years, the stock is doing this with having um, less than zero commitment. So their sales number is weird, right? Because they take the orders, they can't book it as a sale. 
So they have a backlog of orders years out, but the sales is actually when they deliver the plane or some, something similar to that. So it's sales. Well, the opposite of Tesla is what you're saying. Yes. (laughs) The opposite of Tesla. So the problem in Boeing has never been its sales. It's to get out of this, this, um, this wound, the self-inflicted wound that they kind of created. It started with one disaster, unfortunately, another disaster and then bad management. And then it took them a year to get back on track. And now it's taking them a year to get out of it. So fundamentally, it was cheap. I cannot believe that people bought puts from me at 40. And I wish it would go back down there so I can do it again. I got long based on the technical and that long is still there. So here's my, my opinion. Technically, if you don't know what to do with, with Boeing, I would stay long because technically uh, my target was 225. It hit it and over, over met it. And then it backed down and I, I can reload and stay in it again to until 225 and 309. Those are the next two targets, which are unemotional. It's just pure charts. So the extension is 205 and then 309. 225, 309. What about, I mean, uh, I mean, what about this in relation to the airlines? If you're going to be, if you're going to be bullish uh, uh, Boeing, what, uh, what airlines are you bullish? I I said, go long love on the dip. And that was good, right? I take it. They moved a little bit recently. So um, Southwest, this entire fleet is 737s, not maxes, but 737s. So going Southwest long is like going Boeing long because I bet you any headline on Boeing will impact Southwest like almost one-to-one, my opinion. Plus it's always been the wild child as far as airline. Plus it was established on no frills. So it was uh, made to work with a, a thin model. So there's not a lot of fat there to start with. So it was easy adjustment versus the other legacy ones that have, you know, God knows what they have as far as bad habits. So I'm confident in Southwest more than the other ones. Uh, that's my opinion. So on mega dips, uh, I suggested going long these airlines, but not by buying hope, by selling risk below, even put spreads. I don't need to own the shares, but um, sometimes on bad days when the VIX is high and then a particular stock is falling, like AMD the other day was getting hit hard. Hey, the easiest way to do it is if you like the stock is to commit to selling puts or even put spreads. They work without having to commit to buy the stocks. So be a micro market maker. You would win more than you would lose. By definition, market makers don't lose because they're super smart. If you're a little smart, then you can win more than you lose for sure. All right, Nick, one more before we let you go. Well, I got a few for Nick. So. You got a workhorse. I already have it up on Okay, there. do that one. And then I want to throw three to four at Nick because I've had multiple tickers thrown at me and I want to. Who's workhorse? Nick. What's the ticker? WKHS. WKHS. I'm still along this. HS. Okay. WKHS. So that tells you, I'm, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this one? Uh, what do I do with it is the question because okay, I've, so I've been selling all the way up. <laughs> and I, I, I've got a little bit left. I have 20% of the position left and I'm just. Okay. So it's, you it's buy it as so a trade. Okay, so on the five-minute chart, nobody's in control of it. They're fighting over control. On okay. the 15-minute chart, the, set, the buyers are still in control and dips towards 1320 should be bought. Uh, it has support through 1280, 1270. Um, there's an interesting collection of candles at uh, 12. And then after that, you got the neckline breakout somewhere above 10. So these are 
your who's in charge. So if, if it dips a little bit and it stays above these levels I just mentioned on the time frames I just mentioned, then that's fine. Which, um, so where, if, and I'm long, I'm flat out long. I know I'm, this is flat out long in the stock still. And it's okay. been flying high. I bought it at $3.40 from Mitch in her chat three weeks ago. It's just silly. So 13, I sold 40. some at seven. I sold some at eight. I sold some at nine. And now I haven't sold any since nine. And the thing's at 1582 in the pre-market. 13. And everything, all my spidey says, it says, ring the register. This is so just 13, like. 1330, 1340 will be a pivot point, I think. Stop up below there. Well, if you get below there, then you would definitely sell the pops. All okay. right, that next one, Dennis. We got we got to roll up against the clock. C H G G. I've had a lot of people. Daniel from Twitter asking me multiple Man, people in the, the chat. C H G G. Okay, the pivot point there is sixty six twenty ish, in my opinion. So it is now in danger of becoming in the hands of the short term sellers. So if notice where the pops get sold if they get sold, because right now it looks like the sellers want to get a hold of it. G A N, which is a stock that I had. I just sold it because I thought we were consolidating. Eventually, I thought the market was going to break down. I'm wrong. I think it's breaking out. In my opinion, I'd be a buyer of dips on this. What's your thoughts on GAN? Okay, I would probably have reason to chase a 2670 plus. You you would chase this actually on a breakout above 2670. Okay, I I like it too. It should have support at 25, 2490. This is Jason 20, 2460. Deck. It's point of control short term on a 15 minute candle. It's somewhere around 2420. So any dip towards that should have support. We've been on the line with Nick Shaheen. He's the author of Create Income with Option Spreads. Joins our show every other Tuesday to share his fundamental and technical analysis of the markets. Nick, I next time you come on and I'm solo, I'm gonna I, I could have had the chat open and brought up your chart. This so guy we gotta mute me. this guy. This guy talks too much. I just <laughs> realized today, man, you're like, what's in your coffee? <laughs> me or right, me yeah. or Joel. <laughs> you. Oh yeah. I always talk too much. Oh, you, come on. This is not he's actually being shy. It started grade three. I told you, Miss Butcher put me in the corner like Miss all the time because oh, I was not- talking too much. Dennis, shut up. <laughs> All right, we have some more stocks to cover here. Um, let's go to uh, Uber here. And uh, Uber, they're just trying to grow. And uh, any way possible, we talked about this on the pre-pre-market show. And I'm thinking, like, they're buying food delivery services here. That's the way that they want to go. I mean, I think more people are going to uh, go to Kroger then I'd buy Kroger over Uber hand over fist here. Uh, what do you think about this? Completely different stocks. So yep. Kroger, Uber, nothing to do with each other whatsoever. Uber, Kroger is there. Kroger is stable. Kroger is your grocery stores if people are going to it. Uber has had this incredible run on the hope of reopening going well. That hope is starting to fade. Uber is, like, I mean, think about it. You're getting into a complete stranger's car. You know, and, and obviously, you know, taxis, you know, it's going to be the same story. I mean, it, it's difficult to say, okay, random guy, I don't know if you, who you've been with, I don't know where you've been, but there's gonna be a lot of people who will not take an Uber or a Lyft for a long time. So this business is hurting and they are doing this. They were going to buy Grubhub. They're trying to find something because, hey, delivery is a, is a, is a COVID play. 
So we need to get some exposures because if we stay, you know, with the virus for the next couple of years, our main business is in a world of pain. So we need food delivery to subsidize our business right now. So that's why they're scrambling around trying to find something to buy. It's out of necessity. So they missed out on grub. So they're trying to find something else. They want to get into food delivery. It's smart. You know, they're, they're doing stuff. They're smart management. They're very smart. So it is smart. With that being said, Lyft and Uber, both, you know, the stocks are frothy. They're not even cheap. And we're in, you know, we're in a situation where their direct business is directly impacted by COVID. So that's why I haven't liked these stocks at all. But, you know, I didn't like it at 30, ran to 37. I still yeah. don't like it. But it's smart that they're getting into delivery. So I'll say I like the, I like the move. Yeah, I, I, let's see what we look at the here uh, in the pre-market trading. It's trading up at stake here. Bug 13. I mean, you, you're getting a move off the low here. 28.39, you hit that yesterday. You're, I think you're opening in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, you, if you split the highs from the last two sessions, uh, not yesterday, but uh, let's see, yesterday was Monday. Thursday and Friday, you had a pair of highs at 30.44 and 30.86. You split that, it's uh, 30.65 and a half. I'll call that resistance. You're trading 30.72. You hold that, do some work in the, uh, you know, you have a next daily high at 32.93. What I would not want to see on this one is I buy that opening print at uh, 30.80, let's say. And then you see a 30-40 print. I mean, that's not that's what you don't want to see in this one. Don't know if I necessarily would short into these pair of highs, but uh, if you're buying this thing off the hop, I mean, you want to see it just uh, just continue. Uh, and let's just take a look at Lyft. I Keep mean, going back and forth with showing your screen, Joe, because they're complaining not showing the charts. Oh, man. That's okay. It's all good. Okay. That's they don't not... like to just see my – crazy hair and okay let me uh it's all good we, it's good we move on to the next one go to the next one but show, i think show so far i think so you far, pretty good you i'm giving pretty. myself like an a, b, a b plus b plus i'm giving myself like an a super of course you're giving yourself here. an a okay Mrs. what's butcher the next would give me an a miss butcher. Uh, butcher nobody would marry her <laughs> Sorry, I should. Sorry, Miss Butcher. Oh, what if she's listening? <laughs> Maybe what she if... was married. It was Miss Butcher, though. Uh, and Lyft, take a look at the Lyft. Okay, let's move on to our next stock here. We haven't talked much about oil. Uh, Royal Dodge RDS, right? Oh, no, I'm messing this up. What's Royal Dodge? RD? RDS.B, RDS.A. There's class A and class B. So oh, they did yeah. the old pick, class Pick your trade. poison. Yeah, I mean, what are they doing? They are, they're writing down. I don't know how much they're writing down. This is a stock traded, um, oh, they don't like it. It's trading down a buck 16. Dennis, any thoughts on our Royal Dutch? It's it's trading actively over in Europe. So when you come in here and you see these European companies, they've already priced it in. So there's no price discovery for me to participate in at the open. It already had it over in Europe. So that's why I don't trade the ADRs. Okay. I like price discovery. I like to participate in giving my say in where I think the stock is going at the open. This open happened three three hours ago, over for four hours, no five hours ago, over in Europe, three o'clock. Can we do some so, stocks from the chat real fast? Yeah, that's to- what we want to do. Fly uh, through the chat. Right. Uh, okay, people, people are far. Tickers are flying. Um, someone was asking repeatedly about Express Spot. I don't really know what we can tell you about that. I mean, had a headline last night. Oh, it was a headline, new one, yeah, that they were, and it popped big time yeah, on it. Okay. I actually tried. It was just 
high freaks all over this headline. There was no chance on this headline. You can see the big uh, spike. If you show the after hours chart, you'll see the big spike. So yeah, they announced the opening of a, a pilot program for airport employees at JFK Terminal 4. Yeah, huge spike. It got faded. Again, I think the story is over. I think spikes to be sold. Sorry, Jason Rasnick. Uh, I, I think the story's over. I mean, this is tough. I I'll think I'll go with you on this one. Uh, pre-market high, 524. You already faded off that level. level. Uh, let's take a look at uh, the dailies. Pair of highs and uh, maybe get a better look. There's a bunch of highs in the five. So pick your poison. From 510 to 549, you had one, two, three, four, five daily highs. And if you want to see that, Illustrated in my data window right there. This is what I'm looking at. 510, 514, 549, 507. It got up there after hours and faded immediately. It faded. So that, yes. Yeah, so what that was the after hours high? Do you have it? Yep. I can give you it. See? And I'll do it here just like this. This is great advertisement for TradeStation. Uh, average, uh, there's your pre-market high, that little top. After five. hours last night. That yep. Was. Yep. Yep. Oh, you're Coincides nicely. Pops are getting 24. faded. Look at that. Yep. 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 Good. Good call there. Okay, next. Uh, people are asking about Vaxart, VXRT. They, they're, they're in the vaccine race. Going off the board here. Yep. I've never seen this stock. It's rare for me to find a stock that I haven't traded. VXRT, because it was a penny stock. If you don't look uh, at stocks under three, four bucks usually, the, but obviously big pops, huge moves. Uh, I don't point know flip territory here. I mean, it got ridiculous. Now you've come in quite a bit. You'll find some buyers probably when you get a little bit lower and it'll get another pop. These things often do, but I think the 14 high is in. So I would, I'll, I'd be a yeah. seller pops. I'll just go with like the Dennis one. If you're good at trading stocks like this, go ahead and trade them. Top That's stock. What I, yeah. Top stock. Next. Yep. Uh, what do we got next, Spencer? Oh, there's so many. Um, Let's go. Boom, hey, boom, boom. Hey, you know, we didn't really talk about these these uh, SPACs, these special purpose acquisition companies. There was one yesterday. There's SHLL. I, I just saw it mentioned in the chat. And What's that, it going to be? Do we yeah. know what SHLL is going to be? There's so many headlines every day. Uh, they were, yeah, they're rumored to, not nothing confirmed. Oh, no, they didn't confirm it. They announced they're going to buy uh, Helion, that, that electric truck company. So more electric uh, truck. Oh, electric. Oh, I got to buy it. Electric. electric <laughs> That's truck. what the market thinks. Hey, wait a second. Should we buy Black & Decker because they make electronic tools? What's the symbol on that one? Uh Black Decker has been gone a long time ago. So SHLL, I'm going to bring you back in here, Joel, before we go on a wild tangent there. Um, it's trading down. This thing go anywhere. And we, we see, I mean, go to WKHS. You see the electric car story. It gets hot and it seems to be like unstoppable. At a certain point in time, it's going to cool off. But right now, anything to do with electric vehicles is hot. SHLL, same story. I mean, probably on pullbacks, you probably find more buyers. Does that mean it's worth 30 or 20 or 10? I don't know what it's worth. And is it officially announced or it's just rumors still? No, it's announced. Okay, so they're going into, is electric car make or electric part? Electric parts for electric, what, electric cars. What is really, it? Does it really matter, Dennis? It's, it's, no, it doesn't matter. You say electric cars and people are electric, just buying the hell out of it. Story. Story matters. It's all that matters is it's got a story right now. I mean, the best story going is electric cars. It's one of the best stories out there. Right I, now. I, I got something with electric cars going on. People are going to pay through the roof for that right now. You know, in some cases it can make sense. In other cases, not so much. Um, I'm what not about the Chevy it, Volt? Does that, does that apply to GM and the Chevy Volt? 
Uh, no. Me and Spencer uh, both lost. No, I, 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 I don't know what you said. I, I just oh, no. the whole oh. electric car thing is going to end badly because there's not going to be as many cars on. It's going. I guess it's, they're all going to be electric cars. Okay, I got it's it. It's all going electric in the ten short years. Short oil. Short oil. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I don't okay. want to own any oil stocks because I'm going to tell you. I agree. You know that it's it's going electric. Like when we look at in ten years, there's going to be a lot of electric cars on the road. There'll be Teslas, Nikolas, GMs are going to have a pile of them. Ford's going to have a pile. Be electric cars everywhere. The only thing I can comfortably say is it's not good for oil companies. So oil companies need to figure it out. You know how to go. You know different types of energy, or there's going to be a lot of them that don't survive. Uh, and Dennis, the chat wants you to know that Stanley Black and Decker is SWK. So oh yes. He said Black and Decker. Yeah, I forgot. I trade SWK. Oh, oh, yeah. So it's not off the board and it's not gone. Well, okay. it's Stanley Black and Decker. I yes. think it's Stanley. I yes. forgot. It's got okay. the Black and Decker part to it. SWK. I think I have a couple of their uh, things. that. What was that old ticker symbol? Like... Black and Decker. BND? I can't remember either. I, <laughs> well, thought, you don't know, have... I thought you would know. I do that. I always ask Lisa questions like that, and then I don't know the answer. No, I didn't know the answer. You got to give me three choices. <laughs> Two okay. more tickers. We're going overtime. Two more tickers. No, no. Oh, jeez, man. I'm, I'm up. I need a nap after doing no, this. Oh, two more All tickers. Right. Quick, quick, quick. I got to trade. I got 42 positions I got to get out of here and at right. the open. No, because you'll go put some more on, and then you'll right. Oh, yeah, I put more All on right. too. But. Plug. P-L-U-G. Plug. Plug your nose and buy it. That <laughs> <laughs> probably works. Work. <laughs> That's the random, uh, yeah, the random David Portnoy. Just uh, plug your nose and buy it. It's got plug. Uh, you know what? It's breaking out. Eight twenty-two. It's up here again. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. Oh, electric cars. See ten bucks. Electric cars. Plug power. I mean, this is a muscle. Well, Ballard stop. power too. BLD. Oh yeah, BLD. BLD. Ballard yeah. power has been breaking out. Plug power. Fuel cell. What about fuel cell? I'm going to let my comments along that one. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. We, we said we did one. We just did three. Uh, I see some um, a new guy here in the chat. I'm trying to keep track of everything. I think his name is Daniel. Uh, Exxon Mobil here. <laughs> I right, Let's see. What is it doing? It's Double I, bottom. You got two lows yeah. in the same area, Joel. You got to hold. You got, you got hold. three. You got three. 4354 yep. yesterday, 4350 the day before, then 4369. So a must hold level uh for ExxonMobil. Yep. Real quickly, uh just looking at the S&Ps here, we have really chopped around here um in the pre-market up and down and all around uh the trades I actually was thinking of doing, I would have gotten stopped out on. So thank you Spencer for having me run the show today. Um, any final, I mean, we got to go green and stay green that close from yesterday, 47, uh, 75. I'd say we do that. We take out the pre-market high. We got a chance at 30, 80. If we take out the pre-market low, just the way this chop and dot, I, I just, I don't think I could get too anxious on the short side going through that pre-market low. Uh, Dennis, um, any final comments? Uh, mixed day. Lots of stocks up, lots of stocks down, trying to figure out oil's weak. Banks are slightly higher. Actually, they're turning red here now, too. Boeing is leading the charge down for um, uh, some of your uh, – and be careful on the airlines because, like I said, Boeing will lead the airlines. And if you see a lot of those airlines were trading green, but Boeing is continuing to leak, and most of your airline stocks have now went to the red. So just be careful because Boeing is leading all of the reopening plays here to a certain extent. So don't be surprised. Some of the retailers even show weakness. Um, Watch Boeing. If it turns, starts to turn around, starts to go positive, you'll see all those reopening plays turn around too. Boeing is the leader of reopening right now. 
All right, uh, Spencer, any final comments before you go on your luxurious uh, vacation here? How'd I, how'd I do today? Oh, no, you did You did pretty well. You did pretty well. Uh, so I feel like you're in good hands. Uh, I should note that I where I'm going, I'm told there is very poor internet connection, so I won't be you able won't be able to help us if we get in trouble. Able to help you if you get in trouble. Oh my goodness, we're in so, trouble here. That's pretty much it. But no, I'm Joel, scared. You, you, you did good. Uh, Joel and I will be back at uh, for the afternoon show at three forty, uh, and that'll be it. So please hit that like button. Thanks to Nick Shaheen for coming on. Thanks to all of you in our chats. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Joel's going to end the stream now, and I hope. That's in the doc, right? All that disclosure stuff, because I definitely want to read that. Sure. Yeah, and I end the stream, and I hope we go off the air at some point here. So uh, <laughs> let's do it, Joel. We'll be back in the afternoon, everyone. Have a good rest of Yeah, it. Chuck Self of iSectors will be our guest tomorrow. Thanks, folks. We'll see oh, you we love at – Yep, we will see you at 340. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.